Today on The Good Word, we're talking about important holidays and being valiant of heart. Our modern celebration of Valentine's Day is very different from its original inception, but in one form or another, it's been celebrated for more than 1,500 years. Originally, it was a feast day commemorating the martyrdom of the 3rd century Saint Valentine, but the meaning has shifted and updated many times throughout history. Some versions of the story say he was a bishop who performed marriages against the decree of Rome, anchoring his connection to romantic love. Others say that while in prison, St. Valentine would send notes to his friends and followers signed, Your Valentine. Each one a plea to continue to keep love in their hearts, despite circumstances. In any case, after a millennium and a half of history, the name Valentine has become steeped in the concept of love, romantic or otherwise. It's not far from its original meaning. Valentine and valiant share the same root word in Latin implying that love makes a strong and worthy heart. In most modern cultures, February 14th is most closely associated with romantic love, but that doesn't mean that's the only kind of love worth commemorating. The type of love that's most often spoken of in the scriptures is the pure love of Christ, selfless and all-encompassing, perhaps the easiest to describe and make generalizations about, but the hardest to achieve fully. Our Savior loves every one of His children with a complete and perfect love, something we may not feel capable of in our mortal imperfections. But that's all right. Love becomes another virtue to develop in our journey to become like our Savior. Love is undeniably connected to service. A heart full of love compels its owner to reach out to those around them or tell or show exactly what that love means. In terms of our relationship with God, We're asked to show our love for Him by serving others, doing His work, and in His church, where love isn't just a motivator, but a major qualifier as well. We might assume that to be useful in God's work, we need to be perfectly intelligent, stunningly capable, or already successful outside of that work, but that's not how God sees it. He lists the qualities He looks for in Doctrine and Covenants section 12. Behold, I speak unto you and also to all those who have desires to bring forth and establish this work. And no one can assist in this work except he shall be humble and full of love, having faith, hope, and charity, being temperate in all things, whatsoever shall be entrusted to his care. Behold, I am the light and the life of the world that speak these words. Therefore give heed with your might, and then you are called. Amen. The most amazing example of love, of course, came from the Lord. His love sees us for the greatest potential we have and gives power and encouragement to become our best selves. We gain the capacity to hold that same love as we grow to become more like Him, whose ultimate sacrifice paved the way for the purification of our hearts. As Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, than he give his life for his brother. Only through this kind of love can we see our brothers and sisters for who they truly are. God's work is a literal labor of love that involves all of His children, who are all learning to love each other and their God. And that's the good word.